caring for an aging loved one? Are you a senior searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. And now, America's Senior Care Consultant, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, your Senior Care Consultant, and I really appreciate you tuning in today. We have an excellent program for you here today with my friend and special guest, Mr. Bruce Glenn with the Glenn Team Wealth Planning at Infinitos. And you're going to want to write this phone number down. He's based in Kansas City and he and his great team, okay, but they work with clients nationally. We'll talk with Bruce here in just a moment, but it's 913-563-7327. That's 913-563-7327. And Bruce, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here. All right. So do you work with quite a few folks around the country? We do. We, I think we were licensed and servicing about 47 states right now. So we, I'm getting ready to make some pretty good road trips the next few weeks. There we go. There we go. Okay. And uh, as of last week, the program is, is covering, uh, I believe, 23, 24 states and Washington, D.C. So Right. And, yeah, and we're in most of those states. So that's yep. exciting. Yep, and uh, and then that that number will be expanding, and uh, hopefully we're in we're in all fifty here. We may need to once once we're in Hawaii, we probably we probably need like quality control. We need to go over and check that out. I think we should broadcast from Hawaii at least a couple of times a year. Remote remote broadcast. Yeah, there so, you go, Sean, <laughs> Alicia. We need some remote broadcasting going on here. So, all right. So, uh, Bruce, I know that you wanted to talk uh, about uh, some some insurance and life insurance today in the wonderful world of finances uh, as it relates to seniors and their caregivers. But uh, I have to ask you the question, with the brand new inflation number that just that very recently came out that made everyone gasp because... It hit a new milestone. Uh, yuck. What do you think about that? Well, it's exciting times, obviously. And <laughs> I actually predicted what it was going to do this month pretty close. I knew it was going to be a little bit higher than it had been. Uh, March was you know, at 8.54%, and then April dipped a little bit at 83 and then uh, May came back at 86 and then 9.1% that we just recently heard. Um, the, the challenge there is energy was so high in June. And gas prices filter through everything that we're buying, or just yep. about everything we're buying. So mm-hmm. it was very understandable that it was going to creep up. Um, it didn't really creep out of the expected trend line, in, in my opinion. And the market took that pretty well. Uh, the Dow Jones, I feel like, has kind of somewhat settled into a bottom trough the last four weeks or so. It doesn't seem to want to go below 30000 So I think most of the capitulation that's happened, kind of a fancy word for getting the scared money out of the way, and short sellers leaning down a little bit and uh, kind of steadying up. So I think that we're maybe looking at a kind of a dog paddle forward this summer. I do think inflation is going to turn back downward mm-hmm. as we get the numbers for July, which yeah. will be coming out in August. I think that we're going to see a lower number uh, for July, and that'll be some good positive momentum for the market at that point. All right. And with the 401ks turning into 201ks, uh, we talked about that, I think, last month. D- don't get too scared. You said hold it. And, and you gave us a lot of good good guidance on that. Right. Some of the silver lining to your uh, accounts, if you have some dividends or some interest payment components or yield, as we call it, then you're buying more shares at a lesser cost. And if you're not taking too much money out of your account during these downturns, and then you end up having more horsepower, more shares, 
when the market you know eventually comes back up, which historically it's always recovered. You just don't know how long it's going to stay down and yeah. and how long it's going to take to get back up. But it's actually there's some silver linings to that. You know, wealth is created a lot better in downturns like this because you you like I said you can expand your coverage of shares you have a lot better. And you're kind of referring to dollar cost averaging. You just continue to invest in. Well, that's part of it. If you're putting, if you're adding new money in, then it's, it's probably a wise idea. Or, or one suggestion would be dollar cost averaging is one way to do it. That way, if we're wrong and the market does go down further, you're not putting all of your extra money in at the wrong time. But um, yeah, interest payments from bonds, for example, pay typically monthly, and uh, stock payments will typically pay their dividends quarterly. And so, as those come out, they're they're uh, typically a straight dollar amount per share. But the rebuying that same date that that yield is paid, the rebuying at whatever the current price is. Okay. So if the price is down, you're getting more shares bought for that that same dollar yep. buying power. That makes totally total sense. Total sense. Uh, so if you have questions, if you want to get a second opinion, again, uh, we visited with uh, Bruce Glenn and the Glenn team, wealth planning at Infinitas uh, a number of times on the program. We'll continue to do that, but reach out to Bruce and the great team, 913-563-7327. And again, they work with clients and families nationwide. Uh, so you wanted to talk about life insurance today, and and uh, I just I do have some specific questions. As you know, we're focused on providing information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. Uh, but let's jump in with uh, 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 just kind of one of the basic questions. What are the primary types of life insurance? Sure. Thanks, Steve. So term insurance and then a permanent insurance. And then you also have your work insurance policies. And uh, we can kind of dive into each one of those a little more you know, deeply as you feel sure. like you want to cover. But yeah. you know, that's kind of what most people have. And term insurance is more of a, uh, a specific time frame of coverage. Maybe it's 5, 10, 15, 20, or even 30 years of coverage. And it's your least expensive way to get some protection for a short period of time or whatever time frame that you're able to you know, qualify for. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the insurance companies realize they're probably not going to end up paying that uh, claim out because you're likely to live past whatever that time frame is you qualify for. So therefore, the coverage is, is less expensive. But typically, that's something you might want to take out to get kids through school or cover getting out, you know the home paid off or certain things like that mm-hmm. that... If something were to happen, you want that that windfall of money to be able to, you know, pay off those specific goals and needs. And so that's term, right? And so right. term is just straight insurance for a specific term, a, a period of time. Correct. There are times that some term policies will allow you to continue that past that term, uh, but it gets extremely expensive at that point. And and you might want to do that. Say, for example, you have a bad health issue at that point. Uh, there might be a reason to keep that. So seniors, beware about that. If you have it, you might be able to extend it if you've gotten a bad diagnosis from the doctor. But if, if you bought that at 50 and you bought a 20-year term and now 70, there's going to be a, just a a giant premium coming up 20 years later. Yeah, absolutely. So most people don't keep it past that. And hopefully they've gotten you know through the goals that they had to uh, – yeah. You know, gotten retirement in good shape and don't no longer need that type of coverage maybe, or kids through school, whatever the case might be. And maybe self-insured, you've got the house paid off, some of those things. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. okay. All right, that makes sense. And then you mentioned permanent? Correct. Permanent. So permanent insurance is something that is designed to theoretically last your whole life. And so that somebody's going to get the value for this policy. I do want to caution, that's why I wanted to bring this up today, because you're hearing a lot of advertisements on the radio right now. And people are, are trying to or offering to buy 
somebody's life insurance that they no longer feel like they need. Mm-hmm. And so I want people to be careful about that because um, basically that's a situation where a, a separate company is willing to buy your policy from you, and they're going to pay you pennies on the dollar for it. And you know, if you don't no longer need it and your health is in pretty good shape, then that might be a viable option for you for whatever reason. But there's a lot of companies out there doing that, so I would definitely shop it if you're going to do that. But more importantly, I would revisit your policy, and we can help people with that uh, because a lot of times people don't really understand the ins and outs of their policies. But you may have um, uh, uh, the ability to get a cash settlement out of your policy itself or uh, other things that you may have some value for that you may want to keep it for other reasons, long-term care or other things like that that you may not remember or know about. Okay. All right. And it, that makes sense. And I have I have noticed the airways flooded with our company. I forgot the name of the company. It doesn't matter. And yeah. I think it's multiple uh, companies advertising. But yeah, we'll, we'll buy your insurance policy and uh, help out with our retirement or with, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just think that's really interesting. There, there must be some a catch or two in there. <laughs> well, I think they're hoping you'll knock off and before their time value of the money they oh, invest boy. in your policy pays off. So, yeah, be, be careful. You don't want someone hunting you down to knock oh, you off. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I'm just joking about that, obviously. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but still, it is a time value of money study for that company. Okay. And then what about a work policy? My, my wife has some life insurance coverage through her employer. Right. So the, the, And that is usually very low cost. Again, the insurance company doesn't need to keep it too long, or they figure you're going to change jobs. But here's the thing about it: a lot of people, people will, a lot of times, people will not get their own personal policy, thinking they're well covered with work. Well, fast forward 10, 20, 30 years from now, and now maybe you don't have the job, and you maybe no longer, from a health standpoint, are able to qualify for your own insurance. Mm-hmm. So I always caution people: don't rely on that too much. See, and I think that would be really, really easy to do. And I agree that would be, could be, maybe not, but it could be a gigantic mistake well i've got a couple hundred thousand through work and then uh most folks change their their work their employers kind of like you change your socks yeah yeah five (laughs) six seven times a career very quickly most people yeah very frequently and then all of a sudden you don't have the coverage so we're going to be back with bruce glenn with more coming up next but first the senior care live question of the week a life insurance policy can do more than provide a death benefit. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, visit SeniorCareLive.com. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. A life insurance policy can do more than provide a death benefit. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... True. The answer is true. And Bruce, why is that true? I, I, life insurance, I mean, that's supposed to pay a death benefit. I, I thought that's kind of what it does, but I, I, I guess there's more to it than that. <laughs> well, there can be. So, you know, most, you know, that is typically why you take out that policy is for that death benefit to provide for your family. Uh, but you can uh, do some hybrid policies. So, 
for folks, uh, senior care especially, um, that might be an option to be able to bolt in some long-term care type uh, benefits to your life insurance policy. And those typically work in terms of if you go on care need where you've lost two or more of the daily activities of living or cognitive by itself would usually qualify, then you may be able to access the full death benefit of that policy ahead of time over prescribed amount of percentage per month uh, as you need it for. And it's typically a doctor would say that you qualify for this. The insurance company at the end of the day doesn't care a whole lot because they figure they're going to pay you off anyway. But there, there is a cost to that. They'll either charge you an additional fee to have that rider, or they may um, charge you at the time you're actually taking it out. So there's different ways that insurance companies will do it, and they're all different. So that's why we're independent and have all the different options available to us. There's another uh, strategy that a lot of companies will use as well for folks that may have maximized their 401k participation levels, or maybe they've maxed out their IRAs different types of savings. You can do a life insurance as a retirement plan, or it's called a LERP, and just a code name. But that's the process where you take out a permanent policy, but you overfund it. And there are some limitations on how much you can overfund it. But Hmm. the idea there is you build up an excess amount of cash at a quicker level, and then if you take it out in the prescribed amount uh, and and manner, you can take that out tax-free. So typically that's a loan against your policy, and I will caution everybody on here, especially the seniors and caregivers, but um, people may, uh, these insurance companies will charge a different amount of loan out against that policy. And to be honest with you, a lot of times people will forget they've, they've had that mentioned to them, or maybe it might have been missed, but uh, there can vary anywhere from, I've seen as low as 1.5% to borrow that money out, and I've seen you know, some very well-known companies that kind of, that's their lead product, they may charge seven or eight percent to oh, for you wow. to borrow your own money out of the policy so Ouch. you really want to exactly you yeah. really want to know what you want and want to know what you're getting into uh, but it can be a very good tax-free strategy for folks that is a lerp yeah life insurance <laughs> as a retirement plan okay i that mm-hmm. see that i've not heard that acronym before i always learned something right right <laughs> and so you know things like with times like we're in right now where the market's been down these permanent policies they're designed with a hypothetical illustration assuming certain rates of return inside the policy. Now, some of these policies, you can put all the risk out on the insurance company where they're covering it from their, their journal account and you don't have any risk. Uh, but there's also the type of policies where if you want, like that LERP, if you want that cash value to grow, typically you're going to invest in the markets or some combination of investments. And mm-hmm. when you've had you know low interest rates that we've been in for a long time, or you've had some downturns in the market like 2008, 2009, or even the dot-com bubble if you had a policy for a long time, mm-hmm. or the current you know downturn or COVID, and that can certainly affect the internal performance of that permanent policy. So this is where I'm really concerned for the senior citizens especially, and their families, because if you have this type of a policy, and you just assume it's an automatic pilot and it's going to be there for you no matter what, you may be sadly mistaken. So we mm. want to offer up and do uh, enforce illustration as it's easy process to request. You can do it yourself or we can do it for you. And that will the insurance company is required to send that out to you within a, a few weeks. And then you can see, is this internal growth and, and money management process working sufficiently enough to keep this policy in place because you know a permanent policy is actually a series of term policies on a year-by-year renewal okay. built inside that so what if it's not performing like it should what happens right so if somebody doesn't isn't aware of it or maybe they've even moved and the insurance company doesn't have their address heaven forbid 
the, the policy could just go into default. And, and it's you, just gone. Yeah, or you may have a short period of time you can bring it back up to speed, but it's going to be very expensive to bring it back up to speed, get it up to, to, you know, to, to par. If you find out about it ahead of time, so like with all of our clients, we want to do this enforced illustration on a regular basis to make sure that the policy is still performing. But if you find out early enough there's a problem there, you can start paying in more premium to it, or you might even want to go shop it around if you're, you know, I call it refinancing your life insurance. Yeah. If your health's okay, you may be able to get a better policy uh, for more benefits at less cost or the same cost. And, and you need to shop that around once in a while as well. But you want to see if it's going to hold up or not. I would shop that around. If you have a policy and you think it may work like that and you're not sure where you're at with it, you're not sure what the performance of that policy is, uh, I would take about 1.2 seconds and then I would pick up the phone and call Bruce. <laughs> so here, seriously, like like he said, you might be, you may be in for a rude awakening. That's my term, not his, but uh, don't get caught off guard. Just know where you're at. 913-563-7327. 913-563-7327. You mentioned earlier you can bolt on a, a long-term some long-term care coverage. Now, is that to an existing policy, or would they be buying a different policy altogether? Right. So in this example, and not every insurance company offers this, but okay. certain ones do, where they offer this rider that you can add on to your life insurance policy at the time of purchase. Um, yeah. So again, you can either pay for it at that time where it's a little more expensive, or uh, if you're not sure if you're going to need it, and then nobody is sure, right? Yeah. Uh, then yeah. and some of them will not charge you at the front side, but they will give you. Um, they may take a dollar and fifteen cents off your death benefit for every dollar they give you for long-term care. So they may, you know, kind of charge that on the backside of usage of it. There's an, an administrative fee and a handling fee, is essentially. Right, and basically they've they're done an actuary study of how long they think you'll live, and if they're having to give some of that death benefit out ahead of time, they don't have as much time to work with that money, and so the time value of money is what they're really charging you for ah, in that ah, case. I got you. Yeah. Okay, and so from all of the studies that I've read, and you'll know better than I, but is it like about 5 to 6% of our population actually has long-term care insurance? It's pretty low. I, I would say it, that's about right. I've heard that's numbers as low right. as 4% or okay. e- even less than that. But, yeah, absolutely. And and obviously some people are going to self-fund and they don't need that. But uh, sure. it's, it's a good way to, to do it. Okay. And so when I talk to people, I, first of all, I think I'm a huge fan of long-term care insurance. Uh, I don't think it's a nice-to-have. I think it's a got-to-have these days with the cost because that I work in long-term care. And uh, But you hear all these people, well, I'm paying all these premiums. What if I don't use it? Well, 75% of us, all of us, will, will require long-term care at some point in our lives. So if you don't need it, then you just won the lottery. But if you combine it with life insurance, that's actually actually a really good hybrid opportunity. Right, because one way or another, your family's going to get the benefit or you're going to get the benefit. Yeah. And even if you have a terminal illness, heaven forbid, uh, the policies I like the best will give you a, a, a rider that you can take the full amount of the death benefit out ahead of time within 12 months if they get bad diagnosis. Perfect, perfect. Bruce Glenn with the Glenn Team Wealth Planning at Infinitas, 913-563-7327. And Bruce, thanks for being here today. I always learn something. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate the time. Have a good day. All right. We'll have more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. Have a question? Visit SeniorCareLive.com. Stick around. We'll have more with Steve coming up next. 